Hey guys, dive skin deep with us because we're talking about Grimm here at AfterBuzz TV. The episode title, of course, being Skin Deep. There's so much to talk about. There's some Natalyn stuff to go over with a baby, baby Lil Kelly. Renard is officially running for mayor, and there's a creepy guy sucking white stuff out of his victims. All this and more on Grimm. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now. Let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome back to Grimm at AfterBuzz TV. I'm so excited to be talking about this insane episode uh, with just one of the creepiest Vessen we've seen in quite some time. Um, as I said, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You can tweet me throughout the week, throughout the show at that Zach Wilson. So let me introduce my fantastic panel back as always. Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's D-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Hey Yell guys, Teagle. Yell Teagle, you can tweet at me at Yell Teagle, that's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L, and I'm live in the chat with all of you. Uh, <laughs> so, first up, off the bat, we have our quote, it is amazing how complete is the delusion that beauty is goodness. And who is that? I didn't research it. Oh, oh. <laughs> in the chat. Taking it to the chat roll, guys. Um, yeah. I added a lot of stuff to do today, and that just fell by the wayside. So I apologize. Um, well, we know that half of our people aren't there to give us the answers because they're busy watching other things. Yeah. Lame. Um, so for the cool kids that are in the chat, the wonderful people that are there, Ivan, Amber, it's Tolstoy, Boosh. By I was the way. letting them do it. <laughs> I did it, though. Whatever. Gamer Girl, Annie, Sarah, welcome. Vanessa, thank you guys for being there. Thanks for being in the chat. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was Tolstoy's Tolstoy quote. <laughs> oh, how nice. Which is probably oh, why God. it sounds a little bit like broken English. <laughs> 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 like reading the quote, I, like, I had to read it a couple times. It is amazing how complete is the delusion. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's not what English. Standard good English, yeah. <laughs> good English there is. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah. So we got I mean, this episode was. Well, what, well, what do you let me, uh, let me let you guys go first? What do you think of this one? <laughs> I loved it, but that's because I watched this through my eyes, which <laughs> means it was just. Filthy. It was a filthy, <laughs> filthy episode. Why am I not at all surprised Did, that that is your reaction? I'm sorry. You watched the same thing that I watched. There's yeah. no way you didn't see what I saw. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you yep. know exactly. It seemed very clean cut to me. <laughs> clean and cut. Uh, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought it was an interesting episode. I thought it was an uh, interesting concept. It's not like a it's not a concept that we haven't seen in other mediums. Like we've definitely even had this kind of in Doctor Who as well. So like I, I always enjoy this whole like vanity uh, fountain of youthy type stuff. What is the extreme that people will go to to tr- just try to look younger? Right, foy cream. Foy it took Foy them cream. so long to like explain the name. Oh, it made it. To th- it was like halfway past halfway through the. Um, like they'd already yeah. shown it like twice before yeah. they revealed like why it's foy cream. Yeah, I was like, is it fake soy? Is it supposed to be like some kind of product, but not so? Like it. I it's fake. Was it, like, foy is actually made from one hundred percent ground beef. Oh, 
Um, I was thinking, that I was like, is his name Foy? His name isn't Foy. I don't understand why you would name it Foy Cream. It's sort of close to his name. His name is Dr. Forbes. Yeah, yeah. that's why I was like... Um, Dr. Why? Forbes played by uh, Patrick Fabian, who yes. you may know uh, if you are following along Better Call Saul. And he was on Grey's Anatomy. Mm. Um, I know him from Better Call Saul where he's been amazing as Howard Hamlin right Um, so it's fun seeing him here in a much crazier role (laughs) he's got range yeah gotta give him that Um, Patrick Fabian's got range (laughs) yeah I just don't remember what he actually looks like now right because we saw him young and old and whatever the hell that was at the end just ah man it reminded me of the movie Mask. Not The Mask, but Mask. Like with um, with Cher from the 80s. I'm sure the fans for who know the 80s movies are like, yes, it looked like that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Totally. Shut up. Vanessa says, Patrick Fabian is sexy. Um, I don't think I can look at him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He got so beautiful by the end of the... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The episode. You don't like when so he's good. just like slathering <laughs> the... the white stuff on his face? <laughs> um, as, wait, um, uh, pa- Paul White says it's white protein on the face that makes you young. Yeah. He yep. got a really deep facial. Oh, God. No. No. <laughs> what? Um, but awesome. we also got a really creepy photographer. Uh, this week. Yeah, that's exactly uh, the face I'm thinking of. Oh, God. The movie mask. <laughs> just, um, Sarah, Stoltz. Caitlin, uh, Walker in the chat says, yes. <laughs> mask. <laughs> yes. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. Um, I, but, like, let, well, let's talk about the Vest of the Week storyline up first, just because it, <laughs> it was so It good. was most of the episode. Yeah. I love it. we're being honest. Um, we like this 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 first girl like was it Brooke Summers, I believe her name was. I wasn't paying attention. Her um, name. Yeah, I was just I was literally like yelling at the TV for like the whole her whole like first series of of like interactions with him. Yeah. Why? Well, like, why? A guy in a mall walks up to you and it's like, what, what was it? You really have an amazing look. Yeah. No. <laughs> No. Um, okay, but let's let's I, give you that. Okay, you want to see where this goes? Who knows? Maybe he really is like a, a big time photographer. I mean, who's he discovering was a photographer. You. Yes, he was. Yeah. Okay, so he seems legit. <clears throat> this is a guy that you met in a mall who came up to you and said, "You're pretty. Let me take photos of you. Mm-hmm. Bring a friend." Oh yeah, yeah. especially well, at night. Yes. Yeah. I, I was. I think I said it as we were watching. I went. Um, I've seen this episode of SVU. I know where this goes. <laughs> I know exactly. Oh, it was Summer Blake was her name. Thank hmm. you, Vanessa. I knew it was something Buffy-esque. It was, yeah. It Brooke was, or Summer. I was close. Female. I don't know. Yeah. It was a female name. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I literally wrote down in my notes, 
Why would you go alone and three question marks? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, unless she believed that it was more of like a date kind of thing where he's like, I want to take pictures of you. <laughs> and then it's like, Ooh. oh, man, me and this guy are totes going to score. Um, but nope. so no, no, because it, it's not it's also not like it was on like Craigslist. Like it was a guy being like, hey. Why don't you come to my studio and I want I want to do some make you famous like it was it was just like hey yeah. cool come down I'll take some pictures uh, have a good time I it feels creepier Ivan. though when he just walks up to you because like this is a per- that means this person sought you out when you were not looking for it's like if you it's like how you don't answer credit card applications that come in the mail like because those can be like. You don't, or like loans. Like if you get a loan proposition in the mail, don't take that one. (laughs) Go seek out your own with a bank. Yeah, come on. 100% APR? You can't beat that. Um, Ivan in the chat says it's definitely Dateline material. Boo agrees that it's a stalker alert. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah. Stalker alert at best. uh, Sarah, Caitlin Walker, and I had the same thought. Is Why would you drink the water? Girl, ladies, have you never heard the rule you don't drink anything that you don't open yourself? You never, it, it was already in the picture, which means you don't know where it came from. Right. Mm-mm. There's Mm-mm. a lot of stranger danger going on yeah. here that Summer would have just been better off, like, being careful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she's not. And she winds up aged 90 years. Yeah. In a day. Um,. Yeah, I mean, she was, was like, she got. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Vesson. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Musasat Al Shabad. What is it? A moose. Musasat Al Shabad. One more time. It was a moose? No, yell, you heard it. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Yes. Then you're going to have to go rewind and watch this again later. <laughs> um, Twitter. <laughs> uh, I said it twice for you. Say it again. A Musasat al Shabad. All right, satisfied. It. Yes. Um, it was cool that we got a uh, uh, an Egyptian yeah. lesson. We haven't. Mm. That's not an, an area we've really gone into. Other. Than, well, I lied. Anubis. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, other than the godlike ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, dog-like ones. You mean? Yeah. You know, same word. Yeah, that's what I said. backwards. You're close. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but so like. he, this this Vessin. No, I know what he meant. Really cool creature design. Like, really cool effects. Yeah. Yes. He's like a scarab. Yeah. Like, latches into your the sides of your head. And then what does it do? And sucks out a white goo that is your beauty. Yeah, it's like your essence. or your. Youth. Yeah, he like sucks out your soul, basically. And then yeah. what does it do? Spits it into a bowl? Like, what are you getting at here, yo? That yeah. it spits. That's what I was getting at. Vomits. You mean it vomits. Yes. Correct. Well, because it sucks it out, and then it spits. Oh, my God, yo. Did it, I'm sorry. Did it not? Am I, am I not correct? You know, yeah. People, you know, people have given us flack for being dirty on this podcast before, but the show is just feeding it to us, like, with a spoon. <laughs> this was not my fault. <laughs> It's like silver platter, like, would you guys like to make some dirty jokes this week? (laughs) That's Uh, what I watched. (laughs) Um, But, and I mean, that launches us down, like, like, I mean, as far as Vest of the Week storylines go, this one was, it was interesting. It was a a cool mystery for Nick and Hank to have to follow Mm -hmm. through, where they, like, 
the guy had pulled the photographer had played it smart for a few years. He only did it once in a like once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. He would go out and 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 yeah get yes. the yen boa out of his victims. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, you just got to get the yen boa out of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was so they were so disconnected and far apart that nobody could really trace it back to any particular instance because they they saw it as a disease. Yeah. Um, that they couldn't explain. Uh, but now with two happening right next to each other, and Nick and Hank in the precinct, they're like, so yeah, so Vesson is out murdering people for their age essence, so we just gotta find which one. More Monroe, order some pizzas. <laughs> We're gonna be here, it's gonna be a long night. Well, like, don't I touch really, the pages. I really liked the way that we had the Vesson who was doing this, and then when we read it in the Grimm books, they never put it together with the second part with the guy who's selling it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such an interesting way to have to do the show is that they f- they can easily figure out the first part. It's that they have they want to make sure they've solved the whole mystery. Right. And I like that. That was new for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not as simple as just marking the guy. You have right. to like figure out the pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, though my only thing with with the way that he did his process is that like, I guess my main thing was his methodology because essentially, no, not the doctor, but the, uh, the vetson, the photographer. Uh, yes, the photographer. Um, because essentially you are gathering a whole slew of evidence against yourself by taking pictures of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and also you're, you're taking people who like in a mall, which means they, uh, probably have, people that would be waiting for them so like essentially you're you're choosing uh high risk uh targets and you're also uh building a case against yourself so i I thought that was a really interesting uh way for this guy to do it because i mean he could have just as easily been getting youthful strays off the street and leaving them in in gutters but i guess that would be a little dark yeah yeah that's what i was sort of surprised why he wasn't if especially once they go to the like, I need this in bulk now. Like, wouldn't he go for, like, drifters? Yeah. But maybe there aren't enough, like... Attractive drifters? I well, guess. they don't need to be attractive. They just need to be young. Is that true, though? Is that... Because he was stealing their youth, not their beauty. Right? The fact that they were beautiful is how he lured them in. Maybe it was. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Like, he... He has to find them aesthetically pleasing, aesthetically pleasing for the for the whole process to work. Mm. He has to be attracted to them to yeah, get his to, uh, pincers up. Yep. They have to turn him on. <laughs> I got. I'm it. sorry, like I didn't want to, but it was right there. It was like on the T. See, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's this episode. Um, but no, him taking the photos of his victims. Again, anyone who's seen any SVU episode knows he's going here. These are my victims. Right. I'm assuming all the people on his walls, when they came in, if I were Hank or Nick, I would have taken cell phone photos and tried to find those people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. Um, he does say that a number of them have gone on to have long careers, like the people on the walls specifically. Mm-hmm. So it's very it it's very possible that, and we we also overhear him booking like other events, like that he is a successful photographer who does this as well on the right. side. Because being a photographer is just not bringing in the cash. The question I want to know is, could he have um, taken their youth without killing them? Mm. Is there a way to 
stop before they're done. I guess maybe he could have gone if if like he took like half as much, like uh-huh. maybe they would age up to fifty. Yeah. And stop yeah. there. Um, but then they're alive to recount events. Yeah, but they were drugged and don't remember. Right. You know? But Anyone like, who's seen any episode of SVU knows that once you drug a victim, they're unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Take no lessons from what we're saying here. No, because if you have like four people out in the world that are like, I aged 30 years in two days, eventually they're going to wind up in the same place, either from a criminal investigation or just like a weird support group. Um <laughs> And they'll trace it all back to, hey, this photographer told me I was pretty. Right. But again, if you look at, you know, the real world versus the Vessen world, if we don't have a Grimm who's aware of Vessen, there's no way to prove this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then it's just like a crazy old person. Yeah. Well, you don't need proof for mob justice. (laughs) Thank you. Just saying. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Yep. Um, I mean, well, let's talk about the uh, the clinic with Doctor Forbes. <laughs> yeah. Um, gets real creepy. I mean, this, this Monroe is sure to uh, let us know. Like, this stuff will drive you insane and make you into a monster. Mm-hmm. And oh, does it? <laughs> um, what do you guys think of the makeup jobs? Like, they did some work <laughs> making Patrick Fabian look older to start with, right? Um, and then they made him into basically what is just like a Botox injection man gone bad. And then they like grew his face, like his bones had swollen. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was going to turn into, uh, what the photographer was. Like, I thought that's where the the thing was going is that he was essentially going to become another bug person. Not like necessarily with the powers and the opening face, but like. He was going to have the same structure, uh, which would have continued with the whole idea of uh, regular people becoming Vessen-like. Mm, that would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been so cool. Yeah. That's not where it went. <laughs> <laughs> it got much crazier. Yeah. Um, to where this doctor brings, like, Rosalie goes undercover, and he's like, look at all these imperfections. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rosalie is perfect. Yeah. And so beautiful. Yeah. She's so she, beautiful. Exactly. Imperfections. <laughs> but he's that makes him such a good salesperson. I mean, like, even if you if you go in for like uh plastic surgery or whatever, they'll that's always what they'll do is they'll be like, Hey, you know, compliment except for this flaw, and that's the only thing that you'll focus on, and then they get their pitch through. So I thought that was an interesting way of playing that character. Yeah. Um yeah, that absolutely is true. And even I think it was also that, like, he starts to see, like, I can make it perfect. Like, yeah. so, like, you have, like, a small, like, birthmark or, like, just a, a beauty mark of some kind. Like, and that's an imperfection as opposed to just, like, something that makes you unique. Yeah, it would be like. And he goes a little nuts over it. And that's small. basically what we see, which I guess is what plastic surgery does. Yeah. Um, a lot of times is it's like you have a slight wrinkle in the corner of your eye. Let's inject things into your face. <laughs> um, I wonder where I stand on plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Pro, right? We're all really for it here. Yeah. How do um, you think I got this beautiful beard? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works into that at all. 
I don't think that's how that works. No. It's, it's, now I'm it, thinking about it. <laughs> Wait, I was going to say something about our, our doctor and his foy cream. Oh, yes. okay. So when he brings in the patients, he puts the stuff on her face, and then he covers her eyes and blacklights it. Yeah. But when he does it to himself, he just rubs it all up on him. And the first part that he rubs on himself, he doesn't even add the other chemicals to. Yeah. Right when we first... Yeah, I have to think he... Doesn't care. Well, I think it's, like, driven him off the deep end, basically. And yeah. he must think that just using, like, the pure stuff it is going to just be more effective. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharda in the chat says, uh, you're not supposed to get high on your own supply. It's true, yep. though. <laughs> yes. First rule in drug dealing. Correct. Um, but I'd like to think that he's already at a, like, body dysmorphia place where mm-hmm. every time he uses it, he thinks that he's improving his face and he doesn't see the difference anymore. Yeah. Um, and then at a certain point, he goes banana pants and he, he like, he still doesn't realize, like, especially when, when, when he gets young, he just thinks he's just looks better than he had already looked as opposed to, like, realizing that he looks younger. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I thought this was a good storyline. It was interesting. It wasn't um, necessarily one of my favorites, but it was, but it was fun. Uh, um, it was definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> Why is that? It, it was filthy. It was freaking <laughs> filthy. Loved it. Oh my I want God. more of this. Good job, I mean, writers. <laughs> well, because then I can make jokes, and it's okay, and I'm not being rude. Because they're asking for it. Like you said, silver platter. Oh, they're asking for it, yeah. <laughs> the jokes. They're asking for the jokes and nothing else. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's talk about the other stuff going on in this episode. Because uh, we, we opened up on uh, on, on Nick and Adeline, or Nadeline, if you will. I won't. Oh, um, yes. Uh, and they're just like having like the most like home body, like parents night in thing ever where Nick's just like laying on his back playing with Kelly. You mean the part where Adeline walks out in just a towel? Oh yeah, I do. Mm. Oh yeah. So good. It's been a long time since we've had some female nudity on the show. And so having her partially in a towel and then later in the episode more toplessness. I'm all about equality. (laughs) All about equality. I mean, look, they're together now, I oh, guess. Yeah, she answers his phone. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, that is one, that is a huge boundary. Yeah. Like, I don't even think that I've ever had a girlfriend answer my phone with, like, Zach Wilson's phone. <laughs> Not that I ever think it's actually ever been necessary. But yeah, it's a little I think weird. It, I think it's time, Zach. I think you're, you and your girlfriend should... <laughs> Make take the step. Yeah, Zach, let me answer your phone. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, cat's out of the bag. No. (laughs) Ouch. I mean, I've answered Yell's phone before. That's true. Uh, Yeah. Well, you know, roommates. Everyone can answer my phone. Yeah. All right. I don't know how we got down this path, but we're gonna keep moving forward. The most important part of the episode. Um, Anyway. Yep. uh, but so they just in terms of our Natalie check in, like they do seem to be in a very good place right now. Like yeah. clearly they have not told each other Anything? the massive secrets that both of them are keeping from the other. Yeah. 
Um, and it was a cute moment. I really liked Nick. Can you say grim? It's <laughs> like, maybe it's a little early for that word. <laughs> Although it did make me start thinking about the fact that, like, is Kelly going to be a grim? Because it's not necessarily passed down. Right. Um, it's generally, it was, I think it's more passed down from the mom's side is what we established. Um, <clears throat> I had suspected that it was mostly women. I think. No, I had suspected it was mostly men. I don't remember. I had suspected one of well, the Well, of all the Grim, we've had four Grims, mm-hmm. five Grims on this show that we've yes. met. Three of them were women. Two of them were men. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I apologize. The uh, chat is now shipping us. <laughs> why? Why would you start this, Yell? Because <laughs> it can't happen. He is taken. Uh, so get over is, it. What is your ship name? Yak? Nope, this one. Zale? That's cute. That's not how you pronounce her name. It would be Zell. Zell. Come on, Tari. Anyway, we're moving forward. I was using the A of your name. We are moving. (laughs) We are moving forward. Yeah, he's taken. (laughs) We're ignoring this guy. I don't even remember where we were now. (laughs) We were talking Uh, about about the Grimms and if it was passed by women or men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's just like, it's it's more of this, like, the interesting love, like, when you combine a grim D- when you combine grim DNA with hex and beast DNA or mm-hmm. Zauber beast DNA, I guess in in Kelly's case, what will that be? Like, what will he eventually grow into? Because it seems like that is just as volatile as any combination. Like, these are the two things that the the grim universe has basically set up as like almost the most anti each other forces, right? Um, in the Vessen world. So I'm looking for, like, it, it just made me think about, start thinking about all that stuff. Yeah, though, I guess my question is, because Vessen can see one another, right? So essentially making, having someone who is, like, if, if they are, if Kelly is a Zauber beast, then he'll already be able to see other Vessen, which means being a Grim is meaningless. Uh, other than the, the fact that he could make other people into Grims. So, like, ultimately, it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, even if he isn't a Grim, he could pass the Grim gene on. Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, anyway, I mean, this sh- unless this show makes it 18 seasons, like, I don't know how much we're going to get with it. Time skip. Uh, Time skip. Yeah, also, totally going to make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. The longest running network drama that's not a Law & Order property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, SVU, you mean? I mean, they're, it's kind of getting there. It's almost. Yeah. <laughs> Look, let's just get to season six. First steps, one at a time. Um, <laughs> season six. On the there. other side, uh, we have uh, Renard, it, like, officially running for mayor. Yeah. By the end of this episode. And stepping down from police captain. Has he already stepped down? Like no, he said, but he's he going will to, if yeah. he wins. Basically, I think he has to step down if he runs. I don't think they established that. I think it's he's saying he like he, he would he would have to step down okay. should he win. Right. Um, I I still think that what we're gonna get, Mike. My, my prediction still stands from a few weeks ago. By the end of the season, Renard is whatever happens with all the fallout from the Black Claw. Renard is mayor. And Nick, or Hank, Nick or Hank, are the new captain. Okay. Mm. 
Um, I think we'll see when we get to because they talk about bringing someone new in, and then like they wouldn't be in on everything that Nick and Hank are doing. Yeah. And while that would be an interesting dilemma for season six, Whoa. for to have somebody, <laughs> that's a big like step to go from uh, from sergeant to. To and captain. To captain. Uh, um, I hope it's Prague or Prague or whatever the guy's name was. <laughs> Lydia agrees with me. Woo for captain. Absolutely. Bud for captain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it well, it could also be interesting to have uh to have them go back to dealing with a captain who they cannot be officially telling about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they have to like be more under the wire and have to explain everything, which is always how we're just like, how did you explain this crime? Right. Uh, the fact that you've never solved all of these gruesome murders. <laughs> um, stuff happens. We're just bad at our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> like all the cases that Nick and Hank are assigned to wind up like, like unsolved. unsolved. But like they're known to be the ones who take on the weird cases. Like, oh, let's bring them in. It's a weird case. We don't know. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, fair. Um, but anyway, so, but he does consult with them. And now Nick and Hank are left in this questioning place because uh, Eve brings Nick in to tell him about all the the question marks mm-hmm. that they have about where Renard's allegiance lies. And it's nice that they're not just, like, super suspecting of him. That They're not just like, oh, Renard's definitely, like... He's definitely with Black Claw. They're like, no, he could just be, they could be using him. Yeah. And, he, and he, that's pretty much what's happening here. But they they don't know, and it's causing a lot of mistrust. And between Nick and Hank, it's Renard. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys, so he's agreeing to run. Basically, now he knows it's Black Claw that he's doing this with. Is that Renard joining Black Claw? Have they ever said that they are Black Claw? I thought Lucian did. I don't. Maybe he did. I just don't recall. I mean, I, think I, I thought he established I don't he it. Speaks. Yeah, I think he at least knows that they. I, I, I would imagine he's figured it out by now because they're like we're yeah. part of an organization that can do things for you, and he right. knows they're definitely not with Meisner. So yeah, there are only two secret organizations in Portland right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it ain't the yeah, if, good one. If if they hadn't told him, it would have been real dumb of him not to figure it yeah. out. <laughs> Renard's smarter than that. Though I would like to think that maybe he does think it's HW. He's like, oh man, HW. So right, right, guys. And they're like, honey, no, honey, no. He would call up his bestie Meisner and ask. Uh huh. They're besties. Well, well, they just had a fight, so you know. That's true. They're on the. Yeah, they're mad at each other. Um, And Eve is Eve is just mad at everything. Um, but she's got a, she's got some plans in motion. I don't think Eve is mad at a single thing. Oh, well, Eve doesn't have emotions. <laughs> yeah, so she doesn't have fair. the feelings to be mad. She is, I figured something out. I'm going to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, oh, I thought you were saying, yeah. like, that you had suddenly figured something no. out. That was me being Eve. Yeah, she's a, she's like a, a robot. Yeah. Like, she's a, she's like a Terminator. Like, very one direct, unidirectionally, uh, trying to accomplish a single thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she and she does do the whole like looking with her ears thing. Yeah. Yeah. I did enjoy the uh, the moment where Adeline answers the phone and it's Eve, Eve yeah. and she's so just like, uh, did you, uh, Eve? Yeah. 
this isn't awkward at all. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, again, Eve is not Juliet, but if you're talking to her, it's hard not to... Like, I imagine for these characters, yeah. it's very hard not to be like, yeah, that's Juliet. And yeah, I'm with the guy that she was supposed to marry. And well, now I'm sleeping with him. <laughs> Eve was like, how are you? And she's like, I'm fine. How are you? I need to talk to Nick. <laughs> if you're going <laughs> to pretend to be polite, let's pretend to be polite. <laughs> she ain't got time for that. Yeah. She, she checked in how Adeline was doing. <laughs> that was enough pleasantries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, although I guess you could read into it. I, I don't necessarily agree with you. could read into it that that was the slightest bit of Juliet coming through nah. and not being happy with the Natalyn situation. Mm. Um, I like that she brings out the bong hat. Yep, we got the witch bong. <laughs> so good. Um, witch bong and a cauldron. It is fun when they do like actual witch stuff with the hex and beast. <laughs> um, and she... Pulls another transformation out. Yeah. And it's real creepy. Like, I, I thought that this is where it was going. But then, like, halfway through, I kept being like, am I wrong? What is happening? It got real gross. Um, yeah. I was watching it and went, oh, I know that back. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And then I said, watch, it's Sasha. And she turns around and it was Sasha. Yep. Um, I know that back. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, what do you guys think her plan is from here? Like she's she's become Renard um, to, to, I guess, go undercover yeah. as him. I think she's going to try to talk to Rachel and be like, hey, we're both in on this plan. Uh, but just in case we're, I'm unclear about it, why don't we run it down from the beginning? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Classic undercover <laughs> mission protocols. Yeah, I'm the, totally in just to make sure I understand what you need me to do. What do I need to do? Well, you know, we talked <laughs> about it the other night. Like, that's just, that's how we're going to proceed. Right. So what's so my next step? Yeah. <laughs> let's go over that. Pretend <laughs> I've never heard this before. <laughs> Treat me like I'm not myself. Renard, you're so robotic today. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Throws her up against a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I at first thought that she was going to turn into Rachel. Um, that hair was black. Well, I couldn't see that part. But, like, I, I, I figured that would be the easiest way to... So she could confront Renard um, directly. But, I mean, I think that, I guess, being Renard is cuts out the middleman. Mm -hmm. um, I also thought it would have been hilarious if Eve would have kept her bra on and when she turned into Renard... It would have been uh, on his chest, but you know that's Sasha just me. wearing a bra. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. It great. wasn't creepy enough for you having Sasha having <laughs> Bitsy's head on Sasha's <laughs> body. I liked it. I'm gonna be honest. That was great. <laughs> I liked everything about it. We you all know that. Would yeah. <laughs> I mean, all we need now is that photographer to join us, and we never we have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Um, it was weird. Um, this Love was a grim. This was a, you know, this was a good episode. It wasn't um, anything too crazy. Like we didn't drive any of the, other than Renard officially announcing, we didn't drive any of the other storylines forward a ton. Um, but I'm really looking forward to what we get as we move forward from here. I think we're in a. I think it's setting up a great drama for the rest of the season. Um, Any other thoughts on this episode, guys? Yeah, Lydia says Eve is going to sleep with Rachel, I assume, in Renard's uh, form. 
and I oh, that'd would be love that so much. So so grim. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone in the chat thinks I'm creepy. <laughs> Thumbs up. Good that's job, not no, that's <laughs> not a compliment, yell. <laughs> you Stop don't know. taking it as a compliment. You don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, um finally you have the boniker. The crown is passed to you. <laughs> oh my god. Nice. <laughs> Uh, um, anyway, we have some shout outs we need to do, don't we? Yeah, we absolutely do. Before we go into predictions, I want to make sure that we get some shout outs done. Um, let's see, we got Jen from Long Island, New York. Woo. Hey, Jen, another great podcast. You guys always make me laugh whenever you guys talk about the show, and you also have me realizing things that happen in the show that maybe I didn't catch the first time. Keep up the good work. Jinx637 says, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Julie, uh, I don't know how to say your last name. How do you say that? Um, is that an L? Yeah. Uh, Mohal. Okay. Shout out to Julie. Mohal. Who tweeted at me. Shout out. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for watching the Grim After Show. Thanks for choosing us over anything else that you would not want to watch at this time. Yeah, thank you to all 61 of you guys. Live um, in the chat. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you could, you could be anywhere this evening, but we appreciate that you've stuck around with us. Right. Here at the Grim After Buzz TV After Show. Um, All right, let's do some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. (laughs) Yes? I was just laughing at you, ow, from the, like, music we hear every week. (laughs) That's not what it was, but yeah. Um, All right, guys, so what do you think moving forward? We got a lot of balls in the air. (laughs) What? Okay. Um, Get your mind out of the gutter, <laughs> yo. No, in the promo for next week, we have a demon guy, and the devil goes down to Portland. Yeah. Yay. Devil goes down to Portland. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess it would be, what would it be, Portland? Would it be like a harmonica? No, not a, it wouldn't be a harmonica. It'd be like a, a ukulele. It was totally, yeah. I was just thinking, yeah. it's a uke, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> or like, what's like the most hipster musical instrument out there? Ukulele. Yeah, it's definitely a ukulele. ukulele. Or actually, it's a it's a it's a mini guitar if you want to be real specific, <laughs> which is different than a ukulele. Okay, it has more strings. Triangle. Um. So <laughs> predictions. It's playing. It's the devil's playing ska music. Yeah. Predictions. The uh, devil plays ska music. <laughs> yeah, that's his prediction. Okay. You know. I predict um some Rachel Renard action. Renard uh actually being Eve. I predict more Natalie check-ins, just like, oh, look, they're still good, because no one's told each other, they haven't told each other anything. Um, I predict that at some point someone will question where the rest of HW is, because two of our favorite members of HW are missing. Um, I predict Zach will get out of the general. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Prediction fails. <laughs> um I mean, I think uh, next week looks like the this this demon creature is going to be um, a big part. In the preview, they they mentioned that it is going to that he, it's like is it a Vessen or is it a demon inhabiting somebody? Um, I imagine that it will be a Vessen who's using their right. abilities and trying to get out in like this is some another case of a, a Vessen like displaying their displaying themselves. Yeah. 
to the outside world in a sense that like where people think it's something else. Um, so I think that that alone will get other, will bring in outside forces. Usually the council would have been mm-hmm. responsible for that, but they have been wiped out. So is this Black Claw Enterprise or is this just somebody taking advantage of the hole that the council has left? Um, Sharda in the chat says, why haven't more people lost their minds over the council being dead? Which is a very fair question. Um, and Vanessa points out that the girl playing Diana, Hannah Lloyd, is under 12 and that she's a wonderful actress and dancer. Ooh. Um, Ivan predicts Natalie will get married. I don't see that happening anytime soon. No. Um, not this season, not even next season. No. I can see end of next season. Maybe. It depends on how much time they, right. they jump. And how like much they um how much they like work together right. once they reveal the secrets that they're keeping. Yeah. Um and But I am looking was- forward to Eve going undercover. Um I think she is go like the interesting thing for me on that is, like, does she bring other people in on the situation with her? Like, does she let Nick and Hank, or even just Nick, in on what she's doing? She. It seems like she's the type to wait until she has something concrete before she brings other people in on it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming after she does her op, and whether it succeeds or or fails, then she'll probably bring the others in. And by then, maybe Meisner and Trouble will be back. And it can become a whole uh, family affair where they try to figure out how to maneuver the situation. Uh, Because I think that she's going to be all about trying to essentially take Renard out because he is a really good link to Black Claw. Uh, But at the same time, all of Renard's friends, uh, put that in air quotes, um, would probably be in favor of leaving him alive and trying to get him out of the situation that he's put himself in. Yeah, because, I mean, Renard has never... He's still, he's a good guy, like, for anything that's come up. Like, he supported Andrew Dixon because he believed in his message, mm-hmm. like, of, of trying to protect Portland. Like, he is only doing this because he, I think he legitimately thinks that this is a way to help Portland. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe he's even seeing it as, he's using Black Claw to get himself into a position of power. Yeah. Because um, maybe as mayor, he can affect change. Um, or he may just be doing it because, like, as he says, it's like, we can't let this other guy be mayor. It'll be disastrous for the city. Yeah. I'm the only person who can step in right now and beat him. Right. So he sees it as his obligation to do it, regardless of what other people are trying, what strings other people are trying to pull from him. Okay. Um, and only by doing it will he be able to actually control what happens. Yeah. Because he'll be in the driver's seat. Yeah. I'd like it if this was the catalyst for, essentially he kind of brings them in that like, the only way that he could get Diana back is to, uh, or as far as he knows, uh, is to run for mayor. And so then it becomes an operation to get her back because where Meisner's been this whole time is he heard that she had been taken from her sanctuary or wherever she's being held. And so now they all have to work together to get her back because she's a weapon in Black Claw's hands. That's what I would like to happen in this in the next few episodes. All right, I think that's some some good predictions going on, guys. Uh, we got we got a bunch of epi- we got what what uh, seven episodes left this season or so. Yeah. Oh, so I'm so happy there's still seven episodes. Um, I think that's gonna do. Oh oh wait wait wait. Let's get some news and gossip. Oh yeah. We got some news and gossip to talk about. TV news. Because um, thank you to Annie 
in the uh, chat role at Miss underscore Coraline sent us a, a a still of a tweet from uh, David Giantinelli from yesterday at 8 p.m. And it was this tweet has since been deleted. Mm-hmm. Most scandalous. Mm. Um, and it, it, all it says is uh, I, I can't see exactly what. Uh, like if he's responding to something or if it was like a line tweet, but he always says, yes, man, I'll be here for at least another year. Which we're taking to mean. It sounds like he's saying he's going to be around Portland shooting Grimm for at least one more year. So you're saying... So what we're saying is it seems from just this tweet and nothing else that the show has been picked up for season six... But we have no announcement. It has not been confirmed. So at this point, it is gossip. Yes. Yeah. It's not news. It is gossip. <laughs> but it is also quite likely. Yeah. yeah. I, it would be surprising for NBC to cancel the show. It's done so. It's done very well, especially for its time slot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now at the point where it's in syndication. So I can't, like, not wrapping it up at minimum would seem like a very bad move. So I know that at least as of last week, they were filming the last se- uh, last episode. Exactly. And they have not announced a cancellation. Yeah. I have to imagine they would have told the writers if they were needing them to wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, there's, if you're going to, if you made that decision... The only thing I think they told them to, like, the only dangerous scenario is if they told them, like, you should not put end this on a cliffhanger because we have not made a decision yet. Right. Um, as a basically, like, a, a, like a safety net. Yeah. So we still haven't heard. Save Grim. Hashtag renew Grim. Um, <laughs> I predict we will find out within the next two weeks. All right. Okay. I would, yeah. It's a prediction. Solid. Especially because if he tweeted that, I predict we'll find out soon. Yeah. Because that means that he has heard. Right. So we're looking forward to that announcement, NBC. Any day you want to tell us that we're going to have more Grimm will be a glorious, glorious day. Um, And so until next week... Guys, where can everyone keep up with you online? Um, you can find me online at Yeltiegel. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I have a podcast. Um, check it out. It's called Intimate Interrogations, and it's free on iTunes. Ooh. So check it out. There's a new episode coming out right after this show. Um, and I've had a lot of afterbuzzers on there, so you're going to want to listen. That's all. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And assorted panels here on Afterbuzz TV. And I'm Zach Wilson. You can find <clears throat> I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, and now YouTube at that Zach Wilson. T h a t z a c h w i l s o n. Help me uh, get to my 2016 goal of getting to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. As I said, that Zach Wilson. So uh, go there, help me out. And I'm on a whole bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. So guys, we have been the Grim After Show, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.